Hey, what's up, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast. Before we get started, got to talk about our awesome sponsor, High Bank Distillery. Hey, it's located right across from the Grandview Yard. High Bank Distillery distills all their own spirits. They got whiskey, they got gin, they got vodka, they got rum. They got like four different variations of their whiskey, which is absolutely incredible. Um, highbankco.com for more details. They have great food as well, a, an amazing menu. Uh, they have brunch. They got happy hours. The, everything you want. It's a one-stop shop right there, and you can also take some bottles of their spirits home with you. Locally distilled right there in Grandview. Highbankco.com for more details. Check them out. Hey guys, don't forget to stay caffeinated with Jennings Java. Get their stuff at JenningsJava.com. Best coffee in the city. I'm not just saying that. I'm not. I drink it every day. I drink it before I go to work every day. Can of powder. Put it in my cup. Put it in my body. Keeps me caffeinated. That's the only way to go about things. I think. Putting things in your body is the best way to go about things. Yes. I agree, especially Absolutely. things that keep you extra caffeinated. They even have this cold brew now. Uh, they're they're doing this thing with some cans. They're like nitro brewing stuff into cans. Ooh. It's uh, they're really innovative with yeah. their coffee. You love to see it, and it's great coffee. Yeah, and it's, they they you can go to Jennings Java each, like daily, right, and go like get coffee. No, I thought you could. Don't they, they don't have, have a storefront? They have like certain days though where they make coffee and you can come in. Maybe. Just go to their social media pages and they post Call stuff like them. that. <laughs> Call them. And figure it out. JenningsJava.com or follow them on social media because there are some days they do coffee at their place. Yeah, follow them on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, they're always active on Instagram at JenningsJava. Uh, great guys, Daniel Jennings. I don't remember the other guy's name, to be honest with how, you. How long do you think their photo shoots take? Because they, they have, they uh, are, they have <sighs> a photo for every day. Those are the coffee dudes, man. They're I don't know. Dudes. They, they are on it. They they stay caffeinated and that's that's what it's all about. Drink caffeine, drink Jennings. <laughs> drink Jennings. Okay. Uh, also, well, we have our own. Still uh, on that. Yeah, we'll we'll come up with the uh, uh, slogan for them. Uh, we also have our own merch shop, theartillery.com. We're going to be coming out with a new windbreaker here soon. You love to we hear it. We just got to solidify the details on that bad boy. A little quarter zip boy. A little quarter zip boy. You love to hear it. Yeah, it's going to be pretty sexual. It's going to be part of our five line collection, Ooh. which uh, which has also popped off pretty pretty well this five season. Five lines for the fifth line, baby. Five lines for the fifth line, not cocaine. I don't even know what that is. Don't even know what that is either. Uh, Shoptheartillery.com. Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast with Jordan, Warren, and Kyle. Hey, it's not too late to turn this off. They've got no idea what they're talking about. Uh, honestly, I have no idea why I even agreed to do this intro for them. What is going on, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast, episode 166. I said one. Hello. I said one fifty-five last episode. It's fine. Uh, it's we off. have lost count. I assume the people that listen to this, if there's anybody that still listens to this, which I doubt there is, <laughs> uh, they have are not keeping track. They are certainly not. They're probably drunk right there with us. And they, yeah. I mean, um, if we don't, if we don't care, why would anybody else? Right. Valid. That's been our approach for uh, about seven years of this thing. Not the seven podcast. Years. We've only been doing the podcast for about three. But the whole artillery mantra is. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Who fucking cares? Uh, anyways, but welcome to the podcast. Warren's not here. He is dead again. Uh, we don't know where he's at. He, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, we, he's not in our trunk this time. Not in our trunk this I time. I can tell you that much. Yeah. I think he went to the game last night, and we haven't. Nobody's seen him since. He, yeah, he's he's MIA. So T's and P's to Warren Patrick. T's and P's. Don't know where he's at. Somebody um, alert his family. <laughs> yes. Somebody call Kelly, his mother. 
who's also a saint. A saint. Uh, okay. Beautiful woman. So I went to my first Blue Jackets game in like a year, and it was pretty well documented. And you don't remember any of it. <laughs> I don't remember a damn thing. Uh, I started tweeting like like the, the game, and I just kind of gave up halfway through. Yes, I noticed. Uh, it was awful. Warren and I took over for you. Thank God. Um, yeah, the, the, it's fine. I mean, that's what happens, though. Whenever I would go to a game, you guys didn't expect me to tweet because you're no. at the game. Enjoy the game. I don't want to be on my exactly. phone the whole oh, time I, at I a game. I hate it. I despise it. And if, you know, I I don't blame you. I was doing Instagram stories, though. I was I was having a lot of fun with the Instagram stories. I wish we could archive yeah. them. They're gone now. No, you uh, can archive stories. But the Stephen Streets interview that you did. <laughs> now, uh, that, you want journalism? That's top-notch that is journalism top right notch. now. Okay? That is, That's what the Blue Jackets fans want. Jordan on the streets I'm with on the Stephen streets. streets. Yeah. Next time I'm taking a microphone, I'm going to make it all official. You We've know? been talking about doing that for a while. Yeah. We have the equipment. We do. We should definitely We have the mobile that. boy. But yeah, if you don't know who Steven Streets is and you didn't see the Instagram story, Steven Streets is like the trumpet player outside Nationwide Arena. The trumpet player. He is the trumpet player that always plays after the games when you're walking out of Nationwide Arena. And I just drunkenly walked up to him with the Instagram story and was like, Steven! And Did he remember you? I doubt it. I don't know, but he was just like, hey! He's a celebrity. He doesn't remember you. He Well, he's banned from Twitter. I know that much. He's banned from yes, Twitter? he is banned. I thought he just got rid of his Twitter. No, he got like... His, they deleted his account, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yikes! He tweets some reckless things. Either way, uh, it was, it was a great. It was a great time on uh, <laughs> Instagram story. That. If you saw me on Instagram story, I, I I'm not sorry. Jordan, uh, I I was at a bar in Hilliard here with one of my friends up until about nine thirty or nine o'clock that night, and then decided I was going to go see Jordan and and Lil Boomer and Mrs. Lil Boomer <laughs> at uh, our bar. Um, and I get there and at about 10, I got to Arbard about 10 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so not late at all. Night was still young at that point. Arbard doesn't close until two. Um, so, you know, we had, a, we had a, still quite a bit of drinking to do and I get there and nobody had seen you because you <laughs> went to the bathroom and then dis- and then disappeared. I do that a lot. Uh, so I think what you did, you just like started walking d- through downtown Columbus by yourself. You think so? That blacked out. Yeah. You somehow you found Jeremy mm. and I think he was at brother's. Okay. So I think that you just started walking through the streets of downtown Columbus by that's, yourself. That's terrifying. Being blackout drunk. Because I don't remember any of that. It's <laughs> amazing. It was my first Blue Jackets game back in the year. I had to go hard. I went hard. That's it. To be fair, it started at, at five. So I started pre-gaming at three. So if you do the math, everything would add up to me leaving by 2 a.m. on a regular game day. Kind of. Uh, so, midnight. Midnight. Okay. Maybe midnight. Whatever. Either way. But you woke up in somebody's basement. Don't remember how you got there. I assume an Uber. Uh, assume it was Uber. my friend's basement. You so didn't drive there. No. So we, you didn't drive home. No. So let's just get that out of the way. Absolutely did not. Yeah. It was everything was done via Uber. Uh, but no, it was a good time. And uh, yeah, we had nice little club seats. We had a cool little table um, and table and chairs at the arena for the whole game. It was beautiful. Um, had a great time. You're a mess, man. And I checked my big account the next day and I part of me died. You really need that STEMI now. I need the STEMI. I need my tax return. We need to go buy that cannon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, $1,400. $1,400. That I, that's probably a $100,000 cannon. Maybe we can tip off one of the people in the front office to tell us where the boomer costume is. Ooh, that'd be nice. With the $1,400. I still think we should do a covert operation and try to steal the boomer co- costume. Yeah. We'd I have to do be... a deep dive into the Olin Tangy. Well, no, they brought it back out for that Cam Atkinson commercial. Oh, that's right. So it's. I think they 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 dried they it. Have off. it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's locked hidden. away. Yeah, we gotta we gotta look for it. We'll find it. We're coming for you, Boomer. We'll find you, and then <laughs> yeah. we're gonna walk around with it. 
Either way, it was a great time at the Blue Jacks game. It was also great to meet a lot of uh, little boomers that came up to me and touched my butt. Um, you know, when you're drunk and people come touch your butt, you I, you love to you love to feel it. <laughs> it's, it was a great time. We uh, I met a handful of y'all, and some some people came up to our table at club level, stalking me down. Really, off of Instagram. Interesting. I, I, we're that famous, Kyle. Well, nobody knows who I am. They know who you are. I now. got to our bar, and there was people there that I know on Twitter that were yeah. like, "Who? Hey, what are you? What's your name? How are <laughs> who you? Who are you? Today? How, did who you have you? your bucket hat on? No, I didn't well, have my bucket hat. Why? On. Is it? Yeah, you you're, you are you identify with your bucket hat. But as soon as somebody said, "Oh, it's bucket hat Kyle," they were like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy." Uh, either way, uh, great to meet a lot of little boomers. It's so good to be back in nationwide and actually seeing people face to face again. And I don't know, I had a great time. Okay, enough about us. Yeah, nobody cares, man. No, nobody does care. I don't know why we even talk about it sometimes. Uh, but since our last episode, Blue Jackets... Uh, Suck. Nah, yeah, uh, that's a fair assessment. So uh, we lost to Florida 4-2. Then we blew a 4-1 lead to Florida and uh, lost an OT 5-4. Um, the 4-1 collapse is what I'm going to label this as. Uh, Kyle, what's your thoughts on the old four one uh, collapse there? You think, uh, man? So I worked. I was working during that game, um, but I watched it when I got home at about two a.m. that night. And you know, if they looked really, really good uh, all the way up until fifteen minutes left in the third period, they looked great. They were at four to one, looked phenomenal. And then something happened. I don't know what happened. I can't put my finger on it um, as to what happened. Yeah, I don't know. It's it was not. I, I really just don't even know how to describe yeah. the absolute collapse. And it's like kind of what it's the whole season has felt like. Mm-hmm. Just some hope, some, hey, maybe we got, we're getting our shit together, and then just absolute destruction. Destruction. Um, I can tell you what happened. Uh, it stems from Patrick Line being benched. Uh, it also stems from Tortorella shortening the bench. Uh, from the time Tortorella shortened the bench, the time Patrick Line was not on the ice, we saw a slow decline, and we started to give up goal after goal after goal, and we blew a 4-1 lead. So, I mean, I tweeted out on my personal account, listen, I, I, I'm not fully on the fire towards bandwagon yet. I'm not there. I can't bring myself to that point. And I know a lot of Blue Jackets fans out there are well beyond that point, and they want Tortorella gone. Well, they think that's and the fix. They think it's they the think, fix. They think, oh, yeah, yeah this, everything here that's happening is Torts's fault. Get Torts out of here. It's his yeah. fault. No, it's fucking not. It's it, not just his fault. It's not just his fault. But I did tweet on my personal account that I truly believe that that 4-1 collapse was, that was a result of Tortorella. And you can, you know, Tell me I'm an idiot, whatever you want to say, but like in my opinion, that was that was on the coaching staff. And who leads the coaching staff? John Tortorella. I think at, at that moment in time, 
Um, the fact you only played Patrick Line a little over two minutes in the third period to me, I'm not saying Patrick Line is our, is our savior, but he's definitely our biggest offensive weapon. There's no question about it. He, the guy puts up... Not recently. Well, I mean, but you never know when a guy like that can pop off. I mean, he's he's proven in his past with Winnipeg, he's put putting up over 40 goals a handful of seasons. Like, this dude can score. And the fact you don't have him on the ice in, in the third period, and he didn't even play him in overtime at all, to me, just baffled me. And I, I stand by a lot of what Tortorella does, but there's also some times where I don't agree with Tortorella, but that's just going to come with, that's just being a hockey fan. You, you're always going to have your own opinion, and you're always going to think that you're better than the coach, and you can figure out ways to, this team can win. But yet, bottom line is, you're not the one being paid to be that coach. But my, my genuine, I genuinely fault Tortorella on that loss. And I'm not saying Patrick Linen was going to be out there lighting it up and, and give, giving us the chance to win. But when you have a guy with his caliber of talent, you have to play him. And I don't care I don't care if he made one bad mistake. I don't care if he was a minus two on the night. He's had a goal. He had an assist. If you're going to bench Patrick Linen for having a couple bad mistakes on the ice, then you got to bench the whole damn team because we've been sucking this whole entire year. Yeah, it's not just I, – I, I mean, towards go, you know, he's shortens the bench. He's, he's known for shortening the bench and – Cutting off players that probably shouldn't be cut off sometimes. Um, I I don't understand why. <laughs> I mean, Line is he's been playing good defense. That's part of the thing with him is that he hasn't been scoring, yeah. but he's been playing solid defense as a forward. And when you're up four to one, that's kind of what you fucking want. Yeah. Is good defense on the ice, right? I mean, not necessarily run it up on them and score more points, goals, Jesus. But I mean, you got to have some. You got to have that stalwart defensive presence out there. And Line A being six five and as big as he is, is that? Yeah. And, and but putting him on the bench like that, shorting the bench and having, I just don't, I don't understand. I, I do, yeah, I, I don't it agree make with any it. sense. I don't agree with it at because all. Because he, it's, it goes back to him saying he has a gut feeling about. Fuck your gut feeling, Torts. I'm I'm tired of it. Look at the numbers, dude. Look, Look at what's at happening numbers, on the man. ice. I mean, fuck that gut feeling. That that gut feeling has been losing you games all yeah. season. It's yeah. time to make a change. I'm and I'm not saying fire Torts. What I'm saying is Torts needs to make a change in how he's going how he's coaching this team, or else he is going to be gone. Yeah, and I, I I would love for Tortorella to take the approach like he did with Artemi Panarin. Panarin kind of had free reign and could do what he wanted. Like Tortorella let him loose. He let he had trust in Panarin to do his job and to play the max amount of minutes he can play without overworking the dude in the game. And I would love for for Tortorella to give Line that 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 go ahead. And I feel like Line is now in his head to where because Tortorella has shortened the bench on him twice now, and I feel like Line might be in his head because he he even came out after the game and said I thought I was playing good, but apparently I wasn't. It, like to me that like what the hell man like you got to play a guy like him and if he's gonna if he's gonna have uh, you know a defensive lapse every now and again big whoop who cares this is a guy that can change the trajectory of any game at any moment and we we've seen it when he camps out at the top of the circle this dude just snipes it in there you don't even see it go in the net is so it, it, it's it's such an incredible shot so i i fully stand by him Line A always being on the ice as much as he possibly can, and I fully fault that four-one lapse, that four-one collapse, and that four-one loss on Tortorella because we saw the trajectory of of when Line A was not on the ice and when Torts kind of shortened the bench on a couple other guys, and that's when they they took a nosedive and they gave up you know all those goals. It just wasn't good. No. I can't. I still can't believe 
You're up four to one, and you lose five to four in overtime. That's just not, that's crazy to me. You can't do that with a, with a team like the Blue Jackets. Has been known for their defense. Yeah, and and holding guy. You know, like I've been saying it. All year, we'll score four goals. Fuck yeah, man. But we'll give up five. <laughs> that's and what's that's been how going it's on. been all season. I mean, we've, yeah. we've scored five goals this year, but then we've given up six. Yeah. It's just, it's I not mean, fun. If you look, it's if you, not like, fun anymore. Even dating back to our last podcast, I mean, the, so the Jackets lost 4 2 to Florida. They lost by two, whatever. Uh, they lost by one to Florida. They lost by one, or they beat Dallas by one, and they lost to Dallas by one. So a lot of these games are. Much like last year, where it's like it's always that one goal game where we just we just can't put it away, and it's so frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it's it's time. I, I'm it's time for this team. I I thought we were going to turn a corner this year. A lot of people did. Um, they turned the corner the wrong way. They went the wrong way. They started going backwards. Uh, but I people are tired of these one goal it's time to start winning by two three goals man i mean that's yeah what, what's our what's our goal differential right now minus 19 minus 19 that's yeah. awful and we've got i think tampa's like a plus 37 right now <laughs> God bless, uh, i think Florida's Jeez. like a plus 29 um even nashville has a plus yeah uh i think we, we have i think do we have is the does detroit have the worst or do we have the worst in our conference detroit or in our division Detroit's like minus 30 something okay yeah, it's it's a lot, but it's it's not good. I mean, the fact that we are in the position that we're in right now based off of how awful they've been playing is kind of amazing. And it really only go and and really I if you look at it, it's really only because um of all the games in hand that other teams have on us, which I mean, really that gap is slowly closing. Dallas has six games in hand. Okay, six is a lot. That's a lot. But also, Dallas is struggling, but granted, we still couldn't. Dallas is plus know. five goal differential. We're minus yeah. 19. That's going to catch up to us. No, it will. If they are, yeah, they are six games in hand. You got Nashville, two games in hand. Yeah, Nashville's um, minus 29 on the goal. So I'm sorry. So I was wrong about that. Yeah. that's They're not looking good, but Tampa's plus 37. Carolina's plus 27. Carolina always ha- also has the most points in the league right now at 41. Dude, Carolina At 27 games played. They have three games in hand and have 11 more points than we do. Yeah. Uh, I d- the best team in the league right now is Carolina. Yeah. I, play th- I think we play them four times in a row coming up. We do, yeah. So <laughs> that's going to be a reality check for us. Uh, if, if the Blue Jackets have any hope, it's going to come down between Chicago, CBJ, Dallas for that fourth spot. Um, I mean, you can't you can't count out Dallas. You like like you said, Kyle. They got six games in hands. They they also went to the Stanley Cup final last year. So you, you they got, just got Radulov back. Yeah, like you got to imagine, and they are they have been pretty. Uh, they got had a lot of energy. In did I have a stroke right there? I think sounded like it. Injuries, injuries. Um, and that was kind of like I feel like affecting their play a little bit. But it's between Chicago, CBJ, Dallas. Like to me. Those are the three teams that could fight for that final spot, but man, the inconsistencies with the CBJ, I I still and the fact we're minus nineteen, my God, like that's a big that's a big show, scoring, man, of how poorly they're playing. Um, points obviously is what you go by, but then when other when other teams have games in hand on you, you're looking at goal differential. It's gonna catch up, you know. It's it, that's really gonna catch up to us and. I, I tweeted out earlier that I think that I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. I said there's still a chance that they make the playoffs because they're still. I in pulled that the fifth plug spot. already. I already pulled it. So 
You did. I, you can't I, put it back yeah, in. I can't. It's, you pulled the plug. You already pulled out. out the life support. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah. They're dead to you. It's, it's, they are. To me, Dallas had... I, I mean, even Chicago. I just don't know. Chicago, surprisingly, is pretty solid right now. Um, Dallas, they went to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. So it's just like we're kind of sandwiched in between them right now with, with the games in hand. Like, I still... I just don't see it. I, I don't. Me either. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. If seems like there's a lot of trades that might be happening here pretty soon. And uh, I said it last week. I think there's a good chance that we're going to be sellers here at the deadline. There's a up. good chance. Um, so obviously, Tortorella was the hot the hot topic over the past week. Um, a lot of media personalities, like I'm talking like NHL, you know, network guys. Uh, who was it that came out beyond? Ports line who said like Tortorella's playing like he wants to, or coaching like he wants to be fired. Um, somebody on NHL Network said that as well. Like it was Friedman. Friedman, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was Friedman. For Elliot Friedman, um, who I listened to his podcast Thirty One Thoughts, which is a great podcast if you like want to get you know in depth knowledge about the sport. Um, but yeah, Friedman came out and he kind of said the same thing. Like it's almost like Tortorella wants to be fired because <laughs> he's not playing line A. So. Uh, I guess my question would be, uh, do you think Torts will be fired this year? Yes or no? Um, I don't know. That's really a loaded question. Because Yarmo's come out and said he supports Yarmo. He supports Torts. Yarmo came out and said he supports Yarmo. So Yarmo supports Yarmo. <laughs> Yarmo yes. supports Yormo. Yormo. And... Tartarellu. <laughs> uh No, but I Yarmo came out and said that he's he's still behind Torts. I mean, what else is he going to say, though, I guess? Right? He's going to be like, yeah, Torch isn't doing good. We're going to get him out of here. I don't think that's... Yeah. But anyways, I think that there's no way he's going to get fired. I mean, I just don't see... Him getting fired, I just see them not, especially if they're going to be sellers to the deadline. Yarmo's smart. He knows that this team's probably not going to make the playoffs this year. He looks at analytics. He knows the the playoff chance percentage, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're at the bottom of the list. We're down there with fucking Detroit, man. Um, that's seriously. I was looking at that today. Like we're down, and the probability of for us make the playoffs, we're down there like with Detroit. <laughs> I believe it in Ottawa. I 100 believe it's that. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, there's. There's a really, yeah, I, I think Yarmo is going to make this team sellers. He's going to keep the coach in there to try to develop what he can because these players still know this guy. I think it's just going to be a complete reset next season. Um, yeah, I like the word reset. I really do because a, I think there's a lot of things the Blue Jackets can potentially pull off uh, between trades this year to not necessarily help them this year. And I think between free agency and people that we could sign, in the long term, that could help us out. I, to me, I think we have a good enough um, going for us in terms of the ability to re-sign people or trade certain people to not rebuild, but in my opinion, to reset for next year. I, I think that's what happens. And like last podcast, you know, I we're joking about how I tweeted blow it up. I really didn't mean that. I was drunk, obviously. But uh, in my opinion, it's it's I like the word reset. I do. I think there's a lot of things that uh, Yarmo could potentially pull off that uh, maybe not will benefit us in the long run for this year, but will definitely help us come next year. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I don't know. I I think <laughs> it's, 
if there's if some of these contracts that we were just talking about before the if one of these contracts starts happen like happens that we were talking about um for an extension for a player that's I been would here for go a while. and talk about it. So uh per a source within the Blue Jackets, um so Seth Jones obviously a free agent uh coming up this year and probably, you know, I would, I would say a top five defenseman in the National Hockey League. I think he goes kind of goes underrated. Not anymore. Granted, he's not scoring a lot of goals this year, but, uh, you know, he does he's a lot. He's awful of, this year. I, he's not awful this yes, year. Yes, he is. No, he's not. No, he is. I'm ta- like, that's – he is so much worse this year than he ever has been. It's it's ridiculous. I, I don't believe that for a second. Look at the – all you have to do is look at the no- – I know if we don't like fancy stats and shit around – like, but that's, that's a real thing. Like, he's yeah. – he is not good this year at all. all right, that's he has not been good whatsoever. He also has the most ice time of anybody in the fucking league. So there's you know more of a chance that he's going to get yeah. those bad numbers, I guess. But he has not been good this year at all. I disagree. Uh, I think there are moments he hasn't been good, but I think overall... There's moments been, he's been good. I think and overall, most of the time he's been bad. I feel like overall his consistency is always there. I think he's a guy, like a guy you can always rely on at the blue line, but... Uh, so Seth Jones, here's here's the latest rumors on contracts. Obviously, earlier than the in the year, he did say he's willing to negotiate a long term deal with the Blue Jackets, which you love to hear. Um, but so it came out that apparently the Blue Jackets are going to be offering the biggest contract in franchise history this summer to Seth Jones, eighty to eighty eight million for eight years. So that's obviously north of ten million plus a year. That's a lot of money. So that's a that's a lot of money. Um, I I don't even know if a defenseman right now in this league makes that type of money. I'd have um, to look. I don't know. I think that there's probably a couple up there, um, but probably not. I mean, yeah. you looking at guys like Panarin and Jack Eichel and um, I guess Jeff Skinner, which is weird, makes nine million a year. Yeah. Um, Taylor yeah, Hall. I mean, guys a, like that that are making that much money. You know. Seth Jones isn't in that league. Those are goal scorers. Those are guys that win wins ga- win games for you that make that kind of money. That literally go and can win a game single handedly for you by scoring more goals themselves than the other team. Yeah, yeah. No, Seth it, Jones is not that kind of player, and no defenseman is that kind of player no. in his defense. But no also with the season that he's had this season, why the fuck would you pay him ten million a year? No. Yarmo did the right thing by letting Bob go. Yeah, hundred percent. Not paying him ten million dollars a year. Hundred percent. Please, for the love of fucking God, do not pay <laughs> Seth pay Jones sense. ten million dollars yeah. a year. So I mean, that's just obviously that's just. Uh, oh, that would be th- awful. That's the rumor right now. I mean, it, you don't know how reliable some of these sources are, especially you know some some of them want clicks. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. But the, so I mean, yeah, Blue Jackets apparently. Possibly offering the biggest contract of franchise history to to Seth Jones, and I mean that's a guy though. Like you, you don't want to you don't want to piss off him or like his agent and off and lowball him because I feel like he's a guy you definitely want to build a team around um, defensively. Uh, yeah, is, is he not having the greatest year this year? Maybe, but at the same time, to me, Seth Jones is a top five, top ten defenseman. He's a guy you gotta you gotta have on your team moving forward. So if you lowball the guy and you piss him off, then bam, you got another PLD situation, and then he wants out of here. 
And I don't, I don't want that to happen because I think Seth Jones has the potential to be the next captain of this team, especially with the uncertainty of Felino. We don't know where he's going to go. We don't know if we're going to sign him. We don't know if we're going to trade him. There's rumors out there that a, a playoff contender maybe would want him as a depth piece. Um, Absolutely. He's a good yeah. whatever. I'm not even going to get – we can get into that. But let's go, go about for fucking it. Felino. Yeah. Um, has some of the be- most ice time on the team f- for forwards. Uh and absolutely deserves every minute he's played. He he puts his he puts his ass on the line every single time he's yeah. on the ice. He's we're, got great the ass line. He has probably the best puck skills on the team. Really, name another one. Name puck, somebody else. Puck skill, like in terms of like what? In terms of like, like his puck like, handling, like board battles. No, like his it. puck handling. Okay. Name another player who has better puck handling than Nick Foligno on the team. You can't. There's you can't. I mean, when I think of puck handling, I think of like dangles and being yes. the, the ability to score. No, I'm talking about puck handling, not shooting. Okay. I said puck handling. All right, as somebody that can like win a battle and get get a puck from a from an opposing player, I would say he's, yeah, he's probably up there. He's the best on the team. Okay, and it's not even close, really. I mean, yeah. Cam's up there, yeah. but Cam, don't even get me started about fucking Line A and his puck receiving. Like that dude cannot hold onto a puck to save his life. He's been struggling. It's disgusting. It's a struggle. I don't understand what's happening with that. Yeah. Nick Felino is the best guy on the team when it comes to handling a puck and taking care of it. He really it's just it is what it is. That's what in the in forward. I'd say the defensemen, Warinsky and Jones are probably the best at holding on to a puck and not giving it up. Um Z? they have to be. Yeah. Z? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he fucks up sometimes, but yeah, absolutely. They're really noticeable fuck ups a lot. They really are, yeah. <laughs> they're the, really that's bad. The problem. I, I just don't I mean Nick Felino is would be a top two forward or a top top two top six forward in on most teams in the league on most teams I'm tell I'm telling you he go I am telling okay. you man he right. goes to any other team you know obviously not somebody like like Florida or Colorado or Tampa Bay juggernaut teams yeah. or even Winnipeg. Toronto teams like that who are just absolute think, juggernauts on offense. I think if a trade is made where you know if if Alino does go, which I mean there is a possibility of that, he's the last year of his contract. If if we if we find it more beneficial to you know send him away to acquire something else for our future, um, which you would hate to see, but you know it's hockey, it's pro sports. I think if he goes anywhere, to me it's going to be a team that's looking for like a third, fourth line depth guy. I, I don't see him. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's it's going anywhere. I'm not. Yeah, I wasn't talking about him being traded and playing top line minutes somewhere. I'm just saying, like on most teams in the league, right now he'd be a top six guy. I just, I mean, it just is what it is because of his puck handling. Yeah. He has great puck handling. He, All right. it, pay attention, man. I, I mean, do. He, I mean, I'm not. I'm he not, really does. I'm and if anybody like, argues that, I want them to come with, come at me and, and give me a player on the team who has better puck handling than Nick Foligno yeah. because you can't fucking give me one. You can't. It doesn't exist on this Columbus Blue Jackets team. I'm not saying that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That Nick Foligno is the best thing. puck handler on the yeah. team, but that's just a fact. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, who fucking Boone Jenner? Can't uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand? <laughs> Foligno went 85 percent on faceoffs the other night. Eighty-five <laughs> percent. I'm just saying, Boone. You know, we have him out there in overtime for faceoffs, and he just skates off the ice. And then he's gone because he can't handle a fucking puck. I know. I wasn't saying Boone. And that's why Nick, that's why Felino starts overtime periods because he's the only one that can handle the fucking puck. Yeah. He's the only one. Line A can't. Roslovic has moments where he can, but he's nowhere near as consistent 
I mean, he's been not. He, he had three assists the other night. It's pretty good, but he's he has, not, he's he has getting more, there. He has more points than Dubois, and then after post trade, so he's getting. He's also <laughs> played more games. Okay, well, whatever. I don't care. But Felino, yeah, I, I, I'm just beating a dead horse at this point. He's he's a he's a guy that has the best. I am peaking over here, huh? I just can't figure out. Are you in? Are you one or two? I don't know. Because I I keep turning down levels. I think I was thinking that I'm one. I think you are one. Let's try it out. Am I one? Am I one? Am I one? Yeah, yeah. I'm one. Okay. Very good. Let's keep. We're talking. doing a sound check in the middle of the podcast right now <laughs> since we didn't do one before the podcast <laughs> started. That, yeah. I mean, everything's fine. It's just I kept seeing like you were like way up, but. I mean, compared to me, it's still fine. Fair so enough. I yeah. I mean, whatever. I I challenge anybody that's listening to this right now to come at me on Twitter and give me a guy on the team who has better puck handling than Nick Felino because you can't. It do, it doesn't exist on the team. Okay, that's fair. And that is that's just a fact. If you watch, if I, I've watched every single game this year, and he, I mean, did you see that cut he had at the blue line when he scored that goal on that wrist shot mm-hmm. the other night? He put a guy on the. He put a guy on his ass. He juked yeah. him out. He juked him out of his skates, man. Yeah, I mean he does that all the time. Yeah, no, I mean I don't. I don't disagree. I. I, I guess. Yeah, I. I would have to think about it for a second. I don't. I don't think know. about it, please, yeah. and continue <laughs> to think please. about it, and then think about it some more, and you're yeah. not going to be able to come up with anybody. Yeah, I mean he, he's a guy that's always. You know, he's always in the mix. He's always like. He's always having a battle with somebody for the puck, and most times he does come up with it. Um, but in terms of like. Okay, puck handling, great. Uh, scoring ability, right now, not the greatest. That's how the whole team is, so, though. Yeah, okay. The whole team, I mean, Cam's scoring. Felino, you get those shots, like he, that wrist shot he had from the top of the circle Yeah. that was an absolute screamer. Okay, so speaking of scoring, so uh, it's on, on the show flow. Nobody's well, scoring. We might as well talk about, though. But on a, So on, on a positive side, Max Domi is slowly but surely maybe getting going. Uh, something you want to see, especially when you know we don't have any center depth. Maybe that, maybe that confidence that that can boost him into playing center and doing, I don't know, having a better role with this team instead of a third line winger. That'd be great. Um, also, Bjorkstrand, he's he's starting to heat up. He now leads the team. Got twenty three points, um, ten goals, thirteen assists. Yay! Um, he had obviously two goals the other night, so that was, that was pretty. That was fun to watch. Five more years, and then somebody tweeted Hattie Watch, and then he did get the hat trick. Who tweeted that? Michael Neff. Oh. well, we always tweet Hattie Watch. I never not from the artillery. I, that is banned. That's so stupid. It is not stupid. You cannot say hat trick. Yes, you can. With 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 a player that has two goals. Yes, you can. It ruins the hat trick. You think you're like, oh, I bet somebody's tweeting about me getting a hat trick. I better get it. It's just and then they it's, get too much pressure. You just can't do it. Whatever, man. You can't do it. And the fact even Jody Shelley keep tweeting said, that. Keep the, tweeting the it. The fact I mean, Jody Shelley even said, oh, Borkstrand's on Hattie Watch. Dude, you're jinxing it. You can't jinx shit like that. It's not jinxing. You're such an idiot. Not an idiot. It's sports. It's science. That's what it comes down to. Uh, either way, Bjorkstrand, Domi, guys that you you know you want to get going. Atkinson's going now too. So we got we got some guys, some key guys that are finally moving and and, and jiving. But obviously, it's not all put together yet. Clearly, no shit. <laughs> clearly, but hey, you know whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, this is this is the kind of year where we're just gonna have to. Take the lumps, I think. Take the lumps? Take the lumps. What does that mean? Take your lumps? You never heard that? No. You just, you get you get hit and you take your lump because it's a lump on your head when you get hit. That's a, that's a that saying. That's what that means? Yeah, it's, an, it's a saying, man. Interesting. Take your lumps. I ain't never heard of that before. You get lumped. Well, I'll take your word for it. 
Uh, okay. I can't believe we've never heard of that before. So we're going to go back into uh, trade rumors because it's always a hot topic. <laughs> Great. It's my favorite thing to talk about. Uh, so it's been reported that the Jets are interested in David Savard. Um, that was reported by Elliot Friedman. Elliot Friedman says that Savard is most likely the next person to be dealt from the CBJ. What would the asking price be for David Savard, Kyle? Second round pick. Yeah, he's he. We're not getting a player. Nope. Yeah, not happening. Not I from agree. Winnipeg. Nope. Maybe we'll get uh, Dubois back. <laughs> not, I don't want him back. Can Maybe. You imagine if he came back. No, that'd be terrible. It'd be awful. That'd be awful. Oh my god. Honestly, though, we need a center. That just. There it is. Yeah, throw it out there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't. We've we talked about Savard getting traded last year didn't happen, and then we're hearing it again this year. It might not happen. Might happen. Who knows? I mean, if he's not been great this year, uh, defensively, even you know, obviously he hasn't scored a game. It scored a goal in literally 100 games is the last time he scored a goal. It's been 100 games ago. I don't. But I don't look to Savard to score goals. Is that? Is that a bad way to approach a hockey player, or a defenseman? No, but at like it's the same time, I think I think his butt saves and his 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 the way he uses his body on the ice and last year, yeah, he's he's had a, quite a few uh, blocks this year as well. He's um, also had a couple off his skate that go into his own net. That's also true, but you know that's a fast moving game. Shit happens. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just saying, I like Savard. Uh, I like Savard too, yeah, but I feel like he's good trade bait, especially on a team that's oh, no, he is. at the he line. Is. He's absolutely good trade bait. And uh, if you got a team like the Jets who are kind of struggling defensively, I think uh, Savard would be a, a good. Are they? I mean, they're winning games, obviously, but I think they could bolster up their blue line a little bit. Um, and obviously, we have a working relationship in terms of making trades with them lately, so let's see what could happen. Yay. But yeah, I don't see us getting. Uh, any, unless it's like a package deal, which I don't know what else the hell we'd package, but I feel like it, you're you're looking at a at a draft pick for sure. Yeah, it'll be Savard for uh, draft pick. Yeah. It's sell. I'm, that's what sellers do at the deadline is trade players for picks. It is. It is. Uh, also, another th- rumor floating around. Um, it's been reported that uh, the Blue Jackets are shopping one of their goalies, and it seems to be like it could be Elvis. Um, so per another source, which you know, you know, whatever you take. Oh, I'm gonna pull a Jordan real quick. Go ahead. I was totally right about that. Yeah. I wasn't everybody even, listen to me. I wasn't even gonna say that because it hasn't happened yet. It's everybody listen to me. It hasn't happened yet. I was it right. It hasn't happened yet. I'm not gonna Jonas say Jonas is staying and Elvis yet. is going. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I said. I'm that. saying I was right. Okay. I said that. Oh, you said that. Yeah. Uh, so here's the rumor, which you know, take it with a grain of salt because it's a rumor. But we did get the Lion A. Roslovic rumor right, so that was a collective us. Okay. Oh, look at that. Yeah, see, we were calling that from the wow, start. Wow, yeah. look at you. Although I did call Patrick Line and Jack Rosovic together. Uh, we all were calling Line early on, so whatever. Okay, either way. Uh, I, so, thought you were, I thought you actually like were giving us credit. Well, the Line for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I uh-huh. I called Patrick Line and Jack Rosovic like two weeks before it happened, so not a big deal. Okay, so anyways, uh, <laughs> per what whoever the source was, I don't remember. I just... I just Put it on the show flow. Uh, it looks like Corpy, because Yarmo has a good working relationship with his agent, could be the one staying, and Elvis might be on the move. Yeah, what a dumbass reason to keep a goalie, huh? I mean, that's just what you know the source. I know, but if that's but. like the reason that we keep Corpy over Elvis, that's really fucking stupid, in my opinion. Like really, well, right dumb. now, I mean, think about it. They're kind of putting up about the same numbers. I think their save percentages are both like three point three or something. 
or 3.03. Save uh, percentage? Yeah. 3.03? Oh, well, not, I'm sorry, not save percentage. Goals against average, sorry. <laughs> so that would be a terrible save percentage. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're pretty close there. Save percentage would be an awful save percentage. <laughs> they would not be in the NHL. No, not even close. Uh, That's yeah. like really bad. No, I meant goals against average. Yeah, they're average. pretty close on save percentage too. Uh, not good. Corby's 899. Yeah. So if you think Elvis about is it, 908. If you want to weigh the positive here, right? So if Elvis is traded and we maybe we package him together, bring in a center, do something, I don't know. Um he's making 4 million a year right now. Corby's only making like 2.3 or 4. So why not if they're kind of playing the same level of a play and I mean Corby's proven that he can be a number 1 guy. We we saw it last year. Why not just ride with Corpy? Pay him a little less, bring in somebody else, you know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like the, the us trading Veveline in a way was weird. Um, According to Elliot Friedman from NHL Network, he said that's the that's a move. We were, so we bring in a, a defenseman, and the idea behind that is Savard might be on the move. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, it might be. I just feel like that was a weird. I, I thought Vinny was going to be the next guy, you know, coming up uh, in, in the system. But yeah. apparently. Well, we got Kev Linux still. Yeah, I guess. So. I mean, I I think Vevelina is going to turn out to be like that, like uh, the one that got away, like Philadelphia and Bob. Nah, maybe. Trade away a young guy who may or may not do something. And then all of a sudden he wins two fucking business. Yeah. Maybe. Sorry. I don't know. But at the same time, you know, if you lock up Corpy for a while or whoever it may be, these guys are still young guys and they're going to be, you know, our, our, our dude for a, a while to come. So we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be see, be seeing like Kip Lennox or whoever the other dude was for a while. Fevelinen? Fevelinen, there it is, yeah. Whatever, man. We wouldn't be seeing them for a while. Like, it's just, it's Everything it is. that this team does right now is bad because we're losing. Yeah. True. All right. Uh, and then also, I mean, to wrap it up in terms of like trade shit, um, Felino's name has been dropped, which we already kind of talked about that. Um, would you want to, I don't know how to phrase this, but would you want to trade Felino knowing that could maybe help you in the future? Or do you want to just resign him for a couple year contract, less money and have him moving forward for a couple years? Uh, I, would it help? We don't. You don't know if it's going to help you in the future, though. That's the thing. It's, you don't it's know, uncertain. but like, it's very uncertain, especially with some of the trades we we have made to help us. We don't have Duchesne anymore. We don't have Dzingle anymore. We don't have uh, what's his face that got hurt in like the second game we had him. Um, yeah, we, all these guys we don't have, and we kind of you know all those draft picks are now not ours. So yeah, you don't right. know what can help you. But I I feel like. People are going to disagree with this again, as they do. But Felino's one of the solid guys on the team. He's one of the rocks. He's the captain. He's he's the captain that has some of the most skill on the team with the puck. And that's not I don't I don't know. I feel like we should re-sign him for less money if you can. But if you can't, then maybe yeah, man, let I mean move on. I I think Yarmo should definitely make an attempt to re-sign him and not trade him. And that's just where I'm at with that. I clearly am a Nick Foligno fan because I've... Obviously. But it's for a good reason. I mean, he's one of the best players on this team. And it's 
It just is what it is. And he's also the, he happens to also be the captain. So why would you not try to sign somebody like that? If you want to keep that culture here that they always fucking are telling us about, <laughs> you know, out of our blue, we do something. I don't know. Just fuck. I don't know what Keep we the do. captain, bro. Just why would you... Why do you, you want to reset everything? I don't know. I just... Resign Felino and fuck anybody who says not to. Okay. And that's where I'm at with that. <laughs> okay. Fuck you if you have a different opinion. Okay. Um, my opinion of it is I'm indifferent about it. Oh. I am indifferent. You can't be on the fence about this shit. We're doing a podcast. I understand that. Uh, I, I lean towards... Here's the thing. I absolutely love Nick Felino for everything he's done for this franchise. He's He's been by far the best captain this team has ever seen. Uh, in terms of his leadership ability, I think Rick Nash, great captain in terms of his offensive ability, but leader behind the behind the doors, I don't really know. Uh, Nick Nick Foligno though, like Columbus staple, Columbus legend, he'll ever he'll forever go down in in Columbus Blue Jackets history as having one of the most iconic moments with that game four overtime against Flurry, just uh, putting it past him. But to me, if Foligno's time is up, this is the last year of his contract. If his time is up and we do trade him away or something along those lines, I, I'm i at peace with it. Is that a, that's, I think that's a better way to say it. I'm at peace with that idea of it, um, knowing that that's a $5 million contract that, yeah, sure, he does things away from the puck, but $5 million to me... That's such a, that's such a fucking cop-out. You me, say that, but you don't even know what that means. I do know what that means. I understand that is a very important part of the game. I under I get that. Trust does me. does things away from the puck. What is it? No. What? He does. Yes, he does, but he also does things with the puck. That's what I've been trying to All tell right, you. For sure. I get that. He's the best guy on the team with the puck in his on his stick. Okay. All I'm saying is I'm at peace. If, if, if he is no longer a part of this team... And we end up locking Seth Jones down, and he becomes the next captain. Cool. Move. Let's move on. the The whole yeah. Let's just move on. Let's yeah. The the whole core we had for the past five, six, Seth seven. Seth Jones years. is not going to be the next captain of this team. First of all, get that out of your head. Who is then? I don't know, but it's not going to be him. I don't think it's going to be him. I don't think there's any way in hell it's going to be Seth Jones. You're ridiculous. If you how am I ridiculous? Uh, who if so if if Nick Foligno does not come back next year. If if something happens, whether he's traded or the contract he we are offering him he doesn't like, go somewhere else. Who's the captain? Cam. Cam? Yeah, Cam. All right. That's your I mean Do you disagree with that? Cam like develops young talent here with his camp in Columbus. Yeah, but like you you talked the most shit about Cam during this podcast previously. I just call it how I see it, bro. I understand if that. If he plays like shit, I'm going to tell you he's playing like shit. Yeah. That's just how it is. Okay. I'm not talking shit about him. I totally was talking shit about him, actually. But for a good reason. It was warranted. Okay. It's not because I don't like the guy. I understand that. It's because that. he was playing like it. a fucking trash can on skates. Trash can on skates. That's right. <laughs> you ever seen a trash can play on skates? I never have. They're fucking awful at hockey, bro. And that's how he was doing it. Okay. Do trash cans have legs and arms? They. If it was Cam Atkinson <laughs> skating around. <laughs> oh man. Not. Re not recently though. He's Jeez. been great recently. He's been great recently. He yeah. really has been. I, mean, I. We could talk about Cam for a minute. I think Cam has been easily one of the best goal scorers on this team. He's streaky, man. I mean, he's streaky, but he's That's been, what I've he's always been on a good streak. Like every well, even when you were shitting on him at the beginning of the year, I'm like, dude, he's streaky. He will turn it on. He'll get going. It's just Cam Atkinson. Bro, he had a terrible year all season last year. He yeah. did not do he anything He was readjusting last year. without having Panarin right by his For the side. second year, huh? 
first year, but okay. Was it first year? <laughs> yes. No, it was second year. That's <laughs> the first year. Oh. This is the second year. Well, that's For, not true. That's totally true. Is it true? Yeah, it's true. Where am I? I don't know <laughs> where you're at. No idea where you're at. Look, bro, if if you have, I'm a fan of this team. If you're going to be on this team and you and you're skating around like a fucking dumpster with with a stick in your hands and you can't score any fucking goals, I'm going to fucking tell you about it, all right? It just is what it is. And if they, first of all, none of the players listen to this podcast. They might. They might. But if they do, they can't take it personally. I like if I ever if I never got to know any of these guys personally, we'd probably be pretty cool. We'd be friends, you yeah. know. We're all around the same age. We yeah. all we all probably like the same stuff and drinking and things. Uh, but f- fucking play better hockey, bro. <laughs> that was a great point, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you for uh, thank, you. thank you for making that point. Hello, hello, I'm Kyle. Hello, I'm Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, that's all I have. So let's get social. That's all we have. I don't know what else you want to talk about. I mean, I'm cool with whatever. We're already man. at 50 minutes. Are we? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unless you have another. Stuff. No, I got nothing. Uh, yeah. I let's try get to. Social. I try to. You know, if you want to add to the show flow? Let me know. I'll put whatever you want in here. I don't. I got nothing, man. All right, that's fair. I'm trying to pull up the uh, questions right now, so we just need a little. Just need a little filler here from from you until I pull up these questions. Okay. Um, yeah, so you pull up the questions, and I will do a filler right now. We only got 12 questions today. Everybody's trying to... That's what I've noticed about the fans. People are starting to check out. Uh, judging by our social media interactions, yeah, I would agree with that. People are getting tired of the losing. You know, we... I mean, that's just how it is with every, everything, though. We, you know, there's, there's, the, there's the core fans, the base fans that are going to be here no matter what. And then there's all the Ohio State football fans and shit like that that kind of will come around when we're doing well. Yeah. And that's really about it. And then they, those are the same fucking people that are like, oh, yeah, it's got to be the coach and fire torts. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, go watch football, you jackass. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't think I ever gave my opinion on it. Uh, did I? I forget. On what? Uh, torts. Uh, no, I, I say right now you don't. You keep them. Um, I don't foresee him getting fired this year. This is the last year of his contract, so... It just wouldn't make any sense to put in that much chaos right now with what's already going on with this team. It wouldn't, no. Um, but I will put, I'm will. i going to throw out a very, very hot take. Um, I mean, I think I put it in the group chat, honestly. And I think Warren... Was it like that tweet you put out on the artillery about is the Bemstrom experiment over? Experiment well, over? to be fair, is it? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm He's not it. been good. Uh I, I'm going to go with Brad Shaw as the next head coach of the Blue Jackets. Jesus, I hope not. Not Brad Larson. Brad Larson is, no. I know who Brad Shaw no, is. Brad Shaw has a great hockey, you know, resume. And I think we're going to keep it in-house, but I think it's not it's not going to be an interim coach. I think Brad Shaw takes over whenever Tortorella leaves, and also his first act as head coach is fire. Brad Larson. <laughs> okay. That's all I have. I hope Yarmon just gets rid of Larson with torch. <laughs> I hope so, that's too. That's the thing. Like, yeah. You know what, Larson? Get the fuck out of here, I just feel like, I feel like Brad Shaw, uh, other teams around the league have always been interested in him being Larson's a, head, a great coach. hype guy. Don't get me yeah. wrong. He's the guy that brings a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. But, man, he really, I don't think he really has any fucking idea what to do with these players that I he has in front of him right now. It's very apparent. 
It's it's bad, <laughs> and especially when Line A turns around and says you're the worst fucking power play coach in the league. I don't think he said that, but he could. I'm have. pretty sure that's the rumor. That's the rumor. That's what I'm hearing from. <laughs> I don't think that's what was. That's why he got benched that game. It could have been. It's because he turned around and said you're the worst fucking power play coach well, in the who league. Who told you that? I've heard that from a couple people. Okay, well. I'm not giving away my sources. No. Do you have sources? I have. Yes, I have source. I have people. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? Well, of course I, I mean, do. If that is what he said, thank God. Somebody need to That's hear it. That's why he got benched, though, I'm pretty sure. All right. I mean, hey, well, spit the truth, homie. Yeah, right? All right. First question here. Uh, from Ohio Country Gent, how are the beer prices at the Schwide now that fans can't go to games? Can go to games. I'll be honest with you, bud. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> So, and uh, so not to sound like a hoity-toity little bitch, but uh, we had we were in club level, so we had a server, and all I got, I just got my check at the, at the end of the night. I didn't even really look at the actual individual price. So. Oof, yeah, it, Oof. Was, it was rough. <laughs> oh, like I said, I woke up the next morning and I just had this this pit in my stomach. Like, oh god, not good. Why did I spend that much money? Uh, but the Elvis juice was flowing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I bet. The Elvis juice was flowing. I don't know either. I haven't been to a game. Jordan didn't actually invite me to the game. Uh, he uh, went without me. He went with somebody else. So I actually was invited by somebody else. Uh-huh. I did not have the tickets to the game. I was a tag-along. So you can blame Jeremy for that. Uh, I will. Jeremy. The tickets. Damn were, it. The, our tickets were provided by Nationwide Insurance. Nationwide is on your side. I, I had to legally say that because they gave us tickets. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, what okay next question stupid stupid i hate you okay. i hate you and jeremy well that's fine just kidding i don't to be fair jeremy didn't have the tickets either it was his friend colin so his friend colin yeah thanks colin uh from temple at yolo 420 swag well he changed this is the guy that changed his twitter handle because warren made fun of it last podcast <laughs> <laughs> Front of the pod. <laughs> yeah. Think there's any hope in re-signing Line A? And he put the hyphen in re-signing. Line A is not resigning. Nice. He Look at that. Re-signing. You love to see it when people get it right on You Twitter. love to see it. Yeah. Uh, so here's. So this is the thing with Tortorella right now. This is this is the, this is the one thing that I have with this is this whole situation. If Line A is to resign or he doesn't resign, I just don't want Tortorella to be the issue to where he doesn't resign because. Obviously, Tortorella just shortened the bench shot him a couple times. Um, and Dude, think about it right now. If you were Patrick Line and you were that good at hockey, right? Yeah. That good at playing a sport, and your coach decided, yeah, I'm not going to play the rest of this game. How pissed would you be? Yeah. I'd be so pissed. I'd be pissed. The best goal scorer on that team. Yeah. And just nothing. Yeah. But I mean, and you're also so, playing great defense. Yeah. So. Patrick Lina has come out and he has said that he will entertain the idea of you know, a contract with the Blue Jackets. If Torch is gone. Uh, well, we don't know that. That's, That's my that assumption. Not, yeah, that has not been stated. I don't think Lina or any other star player wants to play for John Tortorella. <sighs> because yeah. John Tortorella treats everybody the same, and star players don't like that. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, to me, uh, I think... I think it's 50-50 right now. I, I, as boring as, a, as an answer that, that that is, to me, it's just it's so up in the air. I, I really don't know. Like it's a, And that's, that's the hesitation that I have with John Tortorella coming back next season. Like I, I love Torts, and I, I appreciate everything he's done for this franchise, but 
the more I look into it and the more I think about it and the more I, I talk to people about it, like maybe his coaching style is a little outdated. I, I, I don't know. Like he's, he's a heart guy. He's a, he's a, he's a energy guy. He is a effort guy. And you know, when you have talent, like a Patrick line, like sometimes you got to overlook the, the Felinos and the Jenners and, and yeah, those guys are putting in a lot of a, a lot of effort when they're on the ice. But when you have a skill guy like a like a line, like you just gotta overlook some of the things he might not be doing and fucking play the dude, man. Um, so to me, like if Tortorella, that's the one hesitation I have with Tortorella coming back next year. I think Tortorella finishes out this year, but I would hate to see a guy like Line decide to sign somewhere else because he was disgruntled with Tortorella. Because that's once again another superstar. That's out the door. So I don't know, man. Yeah, at some point it has to come back to coaching, right? Because the GM can offer as much money as they want, but we saw that in Panarin, man. We we were offering him more in New York. Yeah, I think Panarin was lost no matter who the coach was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think that there's a chance that we resign Line. I think a. a contract is definitely offered. Do we want to resign Line A? Yes. Do we? Yes. With how he's played so far this 100%. season. And the contract, he, no. the contract that he's going to that he's going to demand is going to be close to nine, ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yep. Um, are we? Do we want that on yes. the books? Yes. Okay. Look what he did in Winnipeg. How can you deny his numbers? We're talking forty goals, forty-five goals. Yeah, he's good. I'm just if you just let him be and let him do his thing and let him be. So where he's not in his own damn head because of our coaching staff, he can be. Top five player in the National Hockey League. Next question. Next question. From Taylor Hickman at T Hickman 110. If if you look at the at, it's T Hickman because it's Taylor Hickman, but it looks like Thickman. <laughs> uh, thick. Thick. With two C's. Thick. What are y'all's dream trade? Both players to get rid of and to get. So, dream trade in terms of a player to get rid of and a player to get. Oh, uh, shit. I don't know. I think... Uh, Ooh, those are different. <laughs> I think, uh, to me, right now, to me right now, and it's it's been talked about from other people within the fan base, I think, uh, why not just try to go after Eichel, <laughs> right? I mean, what the hell? What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? $14 million, $15 million comes off the books next year. If Felino doesn't resign, if we get rid of Gregorinko, Savard's contract comes off, we're going to have some money open up. Like, all right. So, like, resign Line A, resign Jones. There's $20 million. That's 20. Then we two bring players. in Eichel, That's 30. So, Yarbo can make it work. Here, let me just put this in a short, sweet term for you. Fuck no. Okay. Eichel is no. not coming to Columbus. He will I never know. come to Columbus. That's why the, the question was a dream trade. Listen, Buffalo sucks. Buffalo's got to find solutions. Their team is awful. They they can't even they can't even sell out their arena right now with like two thousand people being allowed to be there. So, listen, Buffalo's got to find something, and it it's Eichel could be the guy that's on the outs, and they could potentially rebuild via trade with Eichel. So maybe you know, dream trade, pipe dream. Uh, you know, maybe Elvis goes over there. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they oh didn't goalie. God. I don't. I don't even know their goalie situation. Eichel's not. I really no. don't care. Uh, I'm just saying. That's your dream trade. I mean, is in, in, in terms of like people that could potentially be available. My dream trade. 
right now, Cam, Nick, and and Boone. You just were for singing. Connor McDavid. Oh God, that that would never happen. It's a dream trade. That would never happen. It would never happen. You were just speaking so highly of Nick Foligno. Nick Foligno's good on this team, but if we were to, I would give him up for Connor McDavid. Okay. In terms of like reality, would you not? Uh, okay. Well, in terms of like reality, oh, there's so many hockey. We games need, we right we now. need a center. Jack Eichel's a center. Uh, so is Connor McDavid. McDavid's a center. Uh, I also like Strom well, from, uh, really Strom from, from New York. I think he's pretty solid. I mean, New York's kind of struggling. You want to watch a Buffalo game? No. Well, okay, sure. Why not? Um, I don't know. It's thirty million dollars between three. <laughs> Between three players, is that a bad? Is that a bad thing? Remember last <laughs> season when uh, Columbus beat Toronto, and Toronto had thirty million dollars between four players on their forward line. Mm, between four, between four players, yeah. yeah, and we still beat them. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, dude, no way. You <laughs> can cannot pay three can players. Eichel at center and Line lining up there, and maybe like Bjorki or yeah, Cam. and who else? I don't know. And then everybody else has to leave because they can't fucking pay them. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it should be like baseball. No more cap. Uh, the team doesn't even make enough money. The team, the Blue Jackets wouldn't even have, if there was no cap, they still wouldn't make enough money to pay those players. It's true. Just they, saying. They have enough money to, to pay up to the cap because the management's always willing to spend the money. Yeah. That's never been an issue. That's true. So like they're always around the 82 million mark like or whatever it is, 84. <laughs> I don't fucking know. We want McDavid. Okay, well, that's not happening. One of the best players to ever live. Okay, well, you think my trade dream's unrealistic? Yours is way more unrealistic. <laughs> Buffalo sucks. They need to try to redo something here. Uh, <laughs> next question from Fire John Tortorella at CBJ underscore fan. <laughs> uh, fuck you. Blue Jackets should push for number one center this offseason even if they have to overpay. Okay. Not a question. It was a comment. Not a question, comment, but I don't... Completely disagree there. I don't disagree with that either. Um, now here we now now since we want to pay Seth Jones ten million and then also Line ten million and then also now a center probably ten million right? <laughs> yeah. Here we go back into this conversation we just had. If we're going to overpay for a center, then we can't overpay for a fucking defender or a left winger. Mm. You have to, as the Blue Jackets, as a small market franchise, you can't pay three players thirty million dollars. You can't. No, I agree there. I don't think Seth Jones brings in ten million. I really don't. Like, I don't see how he could. No, it, to me, it's like he's like an eight guy. Maybe. Yeah, eight. I could see. I could see eight million. I would be comfortable, and I would be fine with eight million. Yeah, maybe. Because we've seen how this team can p- plays without. But then Seth line Jones. A, man. I mean, Seth I Jones just, not on the ice. This team fucking collapses. What if Seth Jones is trade bait, man? I mean, I could see it. Be. Try to dump that contract before it gets bigger. I could honestly see Yarmo so doing something like that. If it comes down to like a Panarin situation where like Seth Jones is trying to hold out for you know a little bit longer, a little bit longer, and we don't know where he's leaning. Boom, as traded. Much, as much as I hate to say it, he is very valuable. Be in a this pretty league. big. It'd be a pretty. It'd be a pretty big return. That's somebody that could bring in a center for you. Hundred percent, absolutely. So Jones for Eichel, one for one. You, you just don't want to see him if he ends up, you know, the end of this year. Jones for McDavid, one for one. And no, <laughs> the end close. of this year. The end of this year. If it comes down like the last game, we don't go to the playoffs, and we're still working out the contract, and it it just doesn't work out, and he walks. That is going to be devastating. 
to me because we could have brought in via trade something so much, you know, something that could help his team. Be kind of so. uh, be kind of reminiscent of the whole Panarin exactly and Bob situation. You don't want that to happen, right? You where they not, just blocked for nothing. You cannot do that again if you're Yarmo Kekalainen. If you do that again, that will go on your gravestone as being the worst GM in NHL whoa, history. Whoa, 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 worst in history. Whoa, allowing Panarin, Bob. Grant said, yeah, we weren't going to resign Bob. We could have traded him. No, we him. didn't. He wanted Bob to leave. He wasn't going to trade. Yeah. He was never going to pay Bob $10 million well, a year. I, actually, you couldn't have traded him because we were in the playoffs, so that would be dumb. They went all in that year. We were all here for it. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, next question. I'm not, like, screening any of these, so I'm just going for it. From Brad Amstutz at Brad Amstutz. I think the problem with this team with the team this season is that since the official pizza of the jackets changed from Papa John's to jets, the team and fans don't have the Felino's favorite or an equivalent to get behind thoughts. Good. Good. That's I agree. I would actually tell you that, uh, the official pizza should go back to Donato's because it was Donato's for a while. It was Donato's for a while. And then it was Papa John's. And when it went to Papa John's, then the team started doing well. Okay, well, that's also fair. And I, re- I will respect that. Yes, that and is valid. because Felino's favorite, he had the best commercials ever filmed. Yes. With Papa John's. Uh, so did you ever notice? Best production value. I've did ever you ever seen. notice in those commercials when Felino was looking at himself, he was like one foot away from himself and he actually wasn't looking at himself? What? what you, the- you're saying that he wasn't in different places at once? Yeah, well, yeah, so he wasn't, but like. Wait a minute, what? How bad the production was of it, though. Like he was looking straight ahead, but then like it was the other Felino was like a foot away, and so he's like he wasn't looking at himself. It was the best commercials ever made. All right, all right. I beg to differ. The Rick Nash commercials with like the car commercials, ooh, those were terrible. The Rimmer commercials, okay, Rimmer ones are not bad. Cheese like, it. Have you not seen those? Was it when he's selling commercial when he's selling cars? Oh yeah, on yeah, the yeah. commercials, yeah, Buyers Auto. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, those look like some middle schooler made those. I mean, Dubinsky too, though. The finest ice, like terrible acting. But Rick Nash's experience, Myers Jewelers. Rick Nash's acting. I encourage everyone to look up. I don't even go on YouTube. I, I think it was GMC. Like he was sponsored by them for a while. His commercials were cringy. How, how bad his acting was. Um, either way, uh, Donato's should always be the sponsor. Uh, the official pizza, of the Blue Jacks. Donato's is the best pizza in Columbus. Yeah, hands down. I think Donato's has the best pizza in Columbus. Uh, here's a little trick to Donato's even being better. Uh, order extra sauce under the cheese. Oh yeah, that was a good tip when we oh. ordered pizza the last couple weeks last week. Oh boy, let good me tell tip. you. And their hot chicken pizza. Oh, that was really good. That too. was phenomenal. That was, yeah, that was good. Got pickles on it and ranch dressing. Yeah. Mm. The the chick that uh, owns Sonato, she goes to my church, and I've sat in the, the same girl. It's not, don't you can't call girls chicks anymore. Is that not? It's I, not. Is that not bad? No, it's is not that, good. Is that bad. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, now you do. Okay, well, I the didn't woman. mean any, I didn't mean any harm by it. I know you didn't. Okay. but it's just uh, so the the. The amazing, nice lady. The amazing lady. Yes, there we go. That owns Donato's, uh, Jane Grodier Abel. I love uh, her. She Very... go, yeah, she goes to my church, and like I've sat in the same pew as her before, and like a couple wow. times, I'm like, I could just like kind of casually be like, hey, you want to sponsor my podcast? <laughs> I'm sure they would. I think they would, too. They're not involved in the Blue Jacks anymore. They, get, they can get involved with the number one Blue Jacks podcast. What's Is that us? Yeah. Are we the number one? Well, if you ever go on iTunes and you search CBJ, we pop up first. So I'd love to hear it. That's what that means. I think the numbers would also back us up there. I think it would, too. Sorry, we're tooting our own horn. Love, everybody. Sometimes you got to toot, toot, you know? Toot, toot, mother truckers. All right. 
Next question. We're just going to go through all 12 here because we only oh have boy. 12. Um, I think from Lindsay at Lindsay Fields, how do you feel about the Vinny let, lets an in trade? We kind of already talked about that. I have no thoughts on it. I am not happy about giving up Vevelinen. Now, Miko Lettinen last year in the KHL had 49 points in mm. 60 games. Well, we've uh, also seen what uh, Gregorinko had and what did he amount to. So Yeah, and Bemstrom and all these fucking guys. He loves I, I don't understand I, I don't understand the obsession can't. with Bemstrom. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Yarmo is like so this dude that we just got's also Finnish. Like, okay, Yarmo, we get it. You're just chill out because apparently like half your dudes that come in from Finland just don't pan out. Like, no disrespect. But some of them do. A lot Ooh. of them have. Corpy? All right. Uh, One guy we talked about being finished uh, last podcast, he was Swedish. Oh. And we got called out on Twitter. Okay. I don't remember who it was, though. I don't either. I don't. Maybe Bemstrom? Maybe? Is I it don't, Bemmer? I don't know. I don't know. No Bemmer's not been good. No. He's young, and you tweeted that last game, the couple games ago, is the Bemstrom experiment, experiment over, and people didn't like that. They said it was a bad take. <laughs> it was a great I think take. it was a great take. Fantastic take. You, you text me, you're like, people don't like that. Well, yeah, but I because I texted you because the last time I put a player opinion on the artillery oh, yeah. tweet Twitter, you yelled at me, and mm. so I was like, "Wait a minute, what the fuck happened to that That's hypocrite?" I, f- I just I just thought that was like a general generalized uh, thought across the board. It wasn't it was about a singular player? <laughs> it's just Bemstrom. It was about Bemstrom, yeah, and I. But I agree. I don't understand what the Bemstrom fascination is. I know yeah. some people. Uh, what Lily Schwartz, who is a member, who is a popular member of the CBJ community. Uh, is in love with him, which he's a good-looking dude. Um, I can see why, and he play plays well um, sometimes. If you're and gonna be a good-looking dude you, and play well, you're Tom Wilson. Okay, that's oh, the only, that's the only player that's a good-looking dude and plays well. So. All right, next question from Homer Olson at Homer. I don't know. I can't see the rest of it. Get your stars out of there, bud. In front of the pod. Uh, why is this team so inept at scoring in one-on-one situations against the goalie? That's a great question, actually. Our shutout, our shutout, our shootouts. Shootout. Oh my god, so bad. They're so atrocious. Domi had a good move, yeah, uh, and then just went high. I don't, I don't know why Felino's not doing that. Why he's not up there? I don't know why Cam is the number one guy to go down there. Yeah, um, Cam does the same exact fucking move every single time, and if any goalie ever scouts him ever, they'll know exactly what he's doing every time. Yeah, uh, which is. I, I tweeted it when that we played Florida and Cam had the shootout um, against Bob. I, there was a penalty shot against Bob, maybe. Might have even been just a breakaway. I just got a notification on my phone saying, light snow starting in 15 minutes. But Bob knows exactly what Cam's going to do yeah. every time. I mean, Bob saw that coming the whole way. It's, it's because he does the same thing every time. He fakes left and goes right every time. Yeah, no, it's... There's no creativity, really. Oh, there's zero. And, I mean, I, I will say this. The the last so uh, last game, I did like Tortorella's lineup for the shootout. I respected that a lot more than the than what we've had in, in games past. So we had Line A, Domi, was it Atkinson It was well? Cam started, and then yeah. Domi, and then Line, Line, Line A second, and then Domi. Yeah. And then that so, was it. That's all we saw. Well, yeah, because obviously the... Dallas Stars scored on the third opportunity there to close it out. But I, I liked that approach as opposed to what was previously. Like, we're guys that I feel like just have no ability to like be creative whatsoever. I thought like those three guys, uh, in my mind, on this team would be the most creative in terms of like. Roslovic, I think, is up there. Yeah. 
We've Line seen... A not. Line A is not a good puck handler. We just talked about yeah. this. He's a good shooter off, off of a one-time and, and a good wrist shot. He's got a good slap shot. But he's not good with handling the puck. It's just, I mean, it's just, it's, it's obvious. He's but not a good puck to handler. To me, like, listen, if you have a shootout opportunity and you are in a shootout, if I'm Tortorella, I'm putting in line A. No. I don't care. Maybe fourth, fifth, but I mean. I'm not putting in Felino. I'm sorry. Felino. Sorry, Kyle. I'm not putting in Felino. I think Felino is one of the best. He's the best puck handler. No, I'm not team. putting in Felino. That doesn't make any sense not to. Okay. Well. Have you seen some of the goals he scored one on one? Felino? Not putting in Felino. Between the legs, not shit like that, all the time. He does that shit. I'll put Felino in fourth. How about that? Jesus. I think that you don't watch this team very much. Well, I didn't watch it last game because I was drunk at the game. No, you weren't. That was... That Two was, games ago. Yeah. At Nationwide. You were at home recovering during the last game. <laughs> so it's very true. I was I was unwell as... Uh, what's that podcast? I'm unwell. Um, uh, Call Her Daddy. Call Her Daddy, yeah. Yeah, Cassidy. Cassidy all wears time. all the merch that says, I'm unwell. Next question from Tyler Z- Zweidorf. At Zweiler Tydorf. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I ever heard, but I love uh, it. Friend of the pod. Uh, keeping it positive today. Who's your favorite Blue Jacket of all time? For him, it's been Cam with honorable mentions of Rick Nash, Calvert, and Jones. Uh, a lot of fun ones to choose from. Who's your favorite Blue Jacket of all time? I mean, I don't, have, I don't even have to think about it. Like, I literally named my dog Nash growing up, so... To me, it's Rick Nash. Like I, I, I appreciate Cam, and like he loves Columbus. He loves the community. He's involved a lot, and that's great. Polino, amazing captain. Um, but to me, I my fandom for the Blue Jackets started with Rick Nash, and um, I just grew into a Blue Jackets fan because of him. And now here we are. You know, boom, have a podcast, and I think I have Rick Nash to think about that. So. Uh, Thanks, Rick. Yeah, and he's still in the front office for the Blue Jackets. He's the next GM. GM of the Blue Jackets. Doubt it. Too many concussions. <laughs> not uh, not he's qualified. He's qualified. He doesn't even know what day it is. Sometimes. Um, okay. Well, I'm just kidding. God, my favorite of all time. I. This is going to be a shock to everybody. Nick Foligno. Nick Foligno. No, how original. Nick. What? I mean, how can he not be the shit that he's done for this team? My second, which is probably he's he's played like top five games I think ever in Blue Jackets history is Jared Bowl. That's a solid one. I like Jared Bowl a lot. Jared Bowl is legitimately the reason that I became like a. I I used to go to games all the time with my dad when I was younger. Mm. Um, I went to a couple games in the inaugural season, um, but I was never like a huge fan because first of all I was younger. I didn't really understand yeah. what I was watching. Yeah. Um, but when I really started understanding what was happening on the ice and I really started getting into it is when I watched Jared Bull beat the fuck out of somebody. <laughs> that's when you uh, know. That's when I knew. I was like, this is awesome. This is a great <laughs> sport. Why do I not watch this all the time? <laughs> so oh, Jared yeah. Bull, for me, my next jersey when I buy one is going to be a Jared Bull sweater. I like it. Um, I respect it. And then after that, it's probably going to be a Felino sweater. But I, I like to buy the sweaters. I like to go with the guys that are staples on this team. Jared Bull, I think, is f- will forever be a staple on this team. Still lives in Columbus to this day. I think Great my, dude. Yeah. Uh, my honorable, honorable up. mention. Hartsy's up there. Hartsy, yeah, he's up there. Uh, my honorable mention. Who, who do I think is my honorable mention? I mean, Jody Shelley. I mean, he, yeah, Jody Shelley. He's a, now he's, that he's, he's, a he's been broadcasting yeah. for a while. Jo- yeah. Jody Shelley walks so Jared Bull could run, okay? Let's be real here, <laughs> okay? That's, <laughs> That's Jody Shelley's That's set the good. groundwork for Jared Bull. Um, 
Also, I mean, just because of his name and also Columbus legend, he ran, he didn't run for president, but he should have. Uh, Tugnut. I mean, just his name alone. I mean, Tugnut. Think about it. Tugnut. Wow. Thanks for explaining Fantastic that. name. Yep. Thanks for explaining it, Jordan. Uh, yeah. Um, great goalie in between the pipes, kind of, but not really. Not really. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Wasn't Jeff, bad. Jeff Sanderson, first hat trick in Blue Talk Jackets history. First, first goalie? Uh, I believe so, yeah. First yeah. goalie, yeah. I was only like nine, so I don't fucking remember. But uh, I don't know. There's obviously some Columbus legends, but to me, uh, Rick Nash, he's the guy that got me into loving the hockey, uh, actually, altogether. I grew up out, the, out out in the county, okay? I didn't know what ice skates were. Mm-hmm. And then I, I turned on the TV and I saw we oh Columbus has a blue as uh, a hockey team has a hockey team and I was like I'm I, I'm sold. Next question. That was a good question. Uh, from Howdy at Diabeto Vivo. I miss Panarin. Next question from <laughs> Sam at Morrison Sam. What do you expect to see for Seth Jones' next contract? Kind of already talked about that. My expectations would be below eight million. Hopefully. If it's above that, I hope we don't sign him. I hope Yarmo is smart <laughs> like the Bob contract and doesn't sign yeah. a defender for ten million dollars. I just don't want to piss off Jones or his or his agent or his whole camp. That's my that's my one thing. I think we definitely have to offer him what he's worth. I don't I don't think ten million is what Seth Jones would bring in. To me, I'm looking around the eight, eight and a half. I think that's fair for for, for Jonesy. Um I just don't think you sign a defenseman to ten million. I and really look, don't. I'm just gonna say it. Fuck the politics about everything about Seth Jones. I know a lot of people don't agree with what he what he believes in in politics or whatever. That has nothing to do with hockey. So get that out of your fucking mind. I'm tired of hearing about that. He he believes in things that are different from other people. So what? It doesn't it doesn't matter. He, he's we're talking about hockey players. Amy Jones is a saint. I love Amy Jones. Absolutely. We're talking about hockey players here. And playing hockey on the ice, and that's what you pay them for. That's yeah. it. Just get it. I just want to get that out there. Okay. Next question. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, next and last question from I love, Jake. I love Amy Jones. I love. <laughs> she's so great. Every time she tweets, I like it just to let her know that I love her. Still, is that you should DM her? Well, I think her DMs are probably turned off. Probably. Uh, just from, be, I love her hot takes about a lot of things. Oh, is that you love her hot takes? Is that what you love about her? Yeah. Is that what it is? Caleb Jones liked one of my tweets the other day from Jake Cahill <laughs> at Cahill underscore. No, this is a good this is a good moment here. Uh, so so Seth Jones' uh, brother Caleb, who also plays in the NHL, uh, I tweeted something and Amy Jones liked it, and then it was based uh, not to get political either way. Uh, Caleb Jones liked it. Long story short, I laughed because they've been getting a lot of hate lately for the, <laughs> for the way they look at things politically, which you know whatever. Half the country's one way, half the country's the other way. So yeah, we're doing is. great, everybody. We're yeah. doing great. Uh, next question and last question at JK Hill at Cahill underscore 42, friend of the pod. Uh, would you rather be able to talk to animals or be fluent in every human language? Um, if you could talk to animals, I feel like you could be like a billionaire. If you could figure out a lot of things. Maybe. I Also, if you could speak every language. Because mm, hu- you could still be stupid. And not know how to do things. I feel like if I could talk to if dogs, I could talk to my dog, I would hate her probably. <laughs> she probably hates you. Yes, I yeah. don't want to ever talk. That's why. That's why we love dogs and animals so much. They don't have any. It's because they don't have thoughts. It's that they unconditional. Can tell love. us. That's exactly yeah. correct. They have thoughts. They just can't tell you. They can't tell us what they are. Yeah, 
Unless they got to go pee, they just walk to the door. That's right. Yeah. So I would rather be able to speak every language because I want to keep my love for animals. I just I'm good with speaking American, and I would like to talk to dogs. <laughs> that's fine. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'll start my own show on Animal Planet. I just like talking American. And I talk American, and I like dogs, so I want to talk to my dog. <laughs> I just want to know what Finley's thoughts are. He's so interesting. And it's just like, if you could just tell me what you wanted, I'd give it to you. But they can't tell you. But they kind of do with their eyes. Yeah. You know? I guess. My dog Did I see some... My doggy's teeth are falling out right now, and he's going through some, uh, some teething pains. Yeah, be like that. He was... Oh, I felt so bad for him today. He had, a, he had one fall out today. He had, his, he had one of his canines fall out at the dog park the other day. And like oh, today, shit. today he just didn't even move from the bed. Like I could tell he was in pain. Like I, I, I rolled up a paper, a uh, washcloth and froze it. And I, I Googled things on how to like help your dog with teething. And after I froze it, I gave it to him and like he, oh, he was going to town on it. Oh so yeah. It helps with the, Love the teething. Yeah. Uh, not to change the subject, but to completely change the subject here. You know, Jack Johnson got put on waivers yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, you love to see. Nobody it. picked him up, so that's not surprising. He's now playing in the AHL for the New York Rangers. He's in the AHL. I'm pretty sure that's oh what that. Oh my goodness! Or that, yeah, I don't know what that means. I th- I'm pretty sure he's. We'll get a text from Elaine later. She'll he's not it. playing on the big squad anymore <laughs> because he got man. he got to be put through waivers. Yikes! Good old Jackie Johnson, there, bud. Yikes! Well, he's got to try to recoup at least some of his money from his parents doing <laughs> it all. So I get it. I mean, he's trying his best. That's fine, but you know, whatever. We're done right. here. Yeah, I'm done. This was a good pod, I thought. You think so? I think so. Miss Warren. Yeah, I mean, he's a little bitch, so what are you going to do? Tell him about it. I'll, I'll text him and tell him that. What a save by Hutton. All right, yeah, I mean, I'm uh, done here. Yeah, no, before we go, got to obviously close it out with talking about our fantastic sponsor, High Bank Distillery. Um, the weather was getting nice, but now it's pretty shitty today. It's supposed to be... We're going to be finishing out the week in the 60s and 70s, I believe. So we'll see. that's a uh, good weather to be sitting out on a patio there in Grandview, Ohio. Go check out highbankco.com for more details about High Bank. They got uh, great spirits, great food. Their their menu is pretty damn delicious, if I do say so myself. Um, they have great food. Yeah, oh, it's so good. And they 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 were featured like they're they they they're a part of Restaurant Week. Um, they got voted like I forget what website it is but like pretty much best food best cocktails all that shit in columbus um highbankco.com for more details but also not best coffee because they don't have they probably have coffee because jennings java has the best coffee in columbus yes at jenningsjava.com get some can of powder because our stamp is on it and yep and i wrote the back of the thing you the wrote back the, of the back bag. of the thing yeah it was pretty good it's a whole story <laughs> It's a whole story. Uh, also, if you want some merch, shoptheartillery.com. Uh, we're going to be dropping a new quarter zip windbreaker here shortly. It's pretty sexual, part of our five lines collection. So, highbankcode.com. If you want to check out highbank, jenningsjava.com. If you want to check out our copy rose cannon powder, and shoptheartillery.com. If you want to support us with our merchandise, we are done. We are done here. Goodbye, low boomers. Goodbye. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Source? <laughs> <laughs>